Hi, this is Sakira Baez, the Warfare Strategist. Welcome to Motherhood Mess Unfiltered. Today we are talking to and interviewing a fellow female podcaster, Jen Rivera. We're so excited to have her with us. Um, so I'm going to ask her to tell us a little bit about herself because I know all about her, um, <laughs> but you guys don't. So we want to know where she's from, how many kids she has, she's married, and of course, a little bit maybe about what made you become a podcaster and what your podcast is about. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for the slight intro, Sakira. Um, my name is Jen Rivera, and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for asking me to be on your podcast. Um, it's definitely an honor to be here. So I am from Chicago, and I am a mama to four. Um, I have my oldest is 16. Um, so I have a 16-year-old, a 13-year-old, a 10-year-old and a uh, five-year-old who's going to be six. So um, we definitely have a busy household. I'm also a, mil a military spouse. I've been a military spouse for about 17 years now. And um, so it's definitely busy. It's a busy household <laughs> all the time. Um, but for me, being a podcaster, it's it's something that I've always wanted to do. I will say that it's something I knew that I always wanted to do at some point. Um, I have a background in marketing. I've worked as a senior level marketing professional for, it's been about 15 years in total, um, but I worked in leadership for about 10 years and I just wanted to reach people differently. And in the workplace, I was always uh, giving advice, giving mom tips to fellow coworkers, uh, fellow moms. And I just knew that I, I went through a lot of struggles as a mom when I was younger, being a career woman, being a military spouse. So that really is what prompted me to start my podcast. And my podcast ended up leading into a mentorship and a movement um, called, well, the, the mentorship part of it is called Live Reignited. And the podcast is called The Reignited Podcast. And so we really want to help women, empower women um, to reignite their faith, their fire, which is like their personal development, uh, their career, and then their passion, which is like their hobbies or what they're passionate about. And that's really the goal there. And it's it's really blown up so quickly. Thank you to God, because if <laughs> it wasn't for him, it wouldn't be possible. Um, he's just moving so, so tremendously and so quickly. Um, but ultimately that's what, that's what it's all about. And I absolutely love it. Um, I couldn't see myself doing anything else at this point. <laughs> so it's been really exciting. It's been an incredible journey. Very cool. I'm so excited to have you here on the podcast. <laughs> You're actually the first interview that we have done on motherhood mess unfiltered. So, um, I'm just going to jump right in. Because we want to, we're trying to keep that 20 minutes because that's a sweet spot we've heard yes. about. <laughs> we want as many people as possible to, to tune in. And so well, the first question is, what are some important boundaries that you believe that mother, mothers should establish for themselves and their families? And this should be a really good one for you, especially 17 years, husband in the service. Are you kidding me? Like 
I'm sure you've had to set a lot of boundaries with people. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, I would say, honestly, I, I can list quite a few, but I'm going to say that the two most important ones, just for the sake of time, um, are your time as a mom and family time. And I really drill down to these two things just because one, you're only one person. So for me, that's something I struggled with throughout the years is how precious my time is and making sure that I'm not over committing to things that I know that I can't commit to just because I don't want to say no, or I'm afraid to let someone down. And so throughout the years, I found out that really um, being mindful of my time and what I can do and what I'm, I know that I physically can't do um, and making sure that uh, I, I have that balance, um, especially for my family. So that kind of transitions into family time. So even during like deployments and everything, family time is so important, especially with my kids, because they're already they they have that sense of my family is not whole right now. My dad's away and now it's my mom doing everything. So they lose that sense of security in a sense. So you have to make sure you're keeping that. And so for me, family time is there's there's nothing like family time and nothing will ever get in the way of that for my family um, over the years as we've kind of learned and grown. So I'd say that those are the two things is, is definitely setting boundaries and making sure that you have that family time and that as a mom and a, as a woman and as a wife, that you are being very mindful of your own time and what you can do and what you can't do. And making sure you also throw in some personal care at, at some point during that time too, uh, because that's a lot. That's a lot on your plate. That personal care can actually make or break someone to be yes. quite honest, because your mental health is so important. And that we, we discussed in the last, last month, we discussed mind traffic and making sure you have that mind traffic um, in connection with the father and making sure you're hearing his voice and not entertaining other voices that would try to influence you to do and take on more than what he's holding you responsible for. And your family, of course, is your first ministry. So it's really important to whether you're a single mom or a married mom, your first ministry and foremost responsibility is to take care of your kids and your family and make sure that they are that you're there for them. So Absolutely. because if you're failing there, you're probably, you're not going to be doing well in all of the rest of it. But if you can niche that down and keep that focus on that, you'll be winning in God's eyes. And that's the only, that's the only person that matters is God. Right. So, <laughs> in the end, he's the only one you're going to be standing for in front of. So um, so question number two is, in your experience, what are some common challenges faced when it comes to setting and maintaining those boundaries, and how do you suggest addressing those? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'd say with mom's time, we have work. If you are running a business or you're working outside of the home or whatever, even if you're working from home, that's definitely going to it's going to gouge into that time. Um, and then of course, for me as a military spouse, it's the military because it can be very unpredictable sometimes. So even when we want to schedule certain things that may not be possible. So I've really, those are like the biggest challenges that I've run into in terms of mom's time or your time. And then for the kids and like family time, 
it's their friends, it's them, it's video games, it's them wanting to do other things outside of spending time with family. And it's really getting them to, you know, to put those things aside and say, okay, this is family time. We're going to do, whether it's Bible study or prayer, or we're just watching a movie or we're just, you know, having that time together. That's obviously so important, but those are some challenges. I mean, as moms, we go through that, right? It's like all of these other things can come up or, um, you know, time, time conflicts or, you know, when, with your kids, it's like the friends in the video game. So I'd say that those are probably the biggest challenges, at least that I've run into throughout the years. I think for our family, I think that's why I look forward to like setting aside, or I will make us get out of the house. And even if it's a staycation or, you know what I mean, where we stay in, close to the same city that we live in, but maybe we go camping or maybe we go to some, um, some hiking place, you know, that's maybe an hour or two away. So that way I can get them away from the video games, get them away from their friends, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I can really get them to tune in to each other, even if it's fighting. <laughs> I'm like building, building those relationships and those memories, because in the end, they can't take all their stuff with them, but they they will always have those memories and, um, and building those together as a family or the utmost is important, especially, you know, you being a mom. And then of course your husband, you know, you may not be always around. And so remembering those things and those times and that they had together, um, sometimes that's the only way you can break them out of that monotony of those video games and friends and go, oh, you know what, we're going to do this instead. And <laughs> and I like to be super spontaneous with that. And I'm like, oh, by the way, we're going here this weekend. And my husband's like, who decided that? <laughs> <laughs> like, we need to reconnect. <laughs> we need to yeah. disconnect from the garbage and reconnect with each other so that we can um, have a family win. That's what my absolutely former pastor used to call it was the family win. Um, so question number three um, is um, my uh, Miss Corey Messer. She came up with um, this question, and hers was: uh, Growing up, my father was deployed often as well. When we transitioned to civilian life in my teens, people always asked, "How did you do it with your dad being gone so much?" My reply was always, when dad was home, he made an impact. He was present, so we had an expectation that deployment was how he provided, and when he was home, we maximized our time. I often wondered, from the parent perspective, how they made that experience for us kids happen seamlessly. For you, as the parent, how do you maximize the opportunity to be vulnerable with your kiddos regarding your emotions, but protecting their hearts with the feeling of stability, even when it can feel emotionally unstable during a long deployment? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And for me, as the parent and being in that situation, I'd say the biggest thing is keeping the lines of communication open consistently, allowing my kids to express their feelings and emotions, letting them know that what they're feeling is valid. Um, and then letting them know what's going on. You know, I, I think as a mom, it's hard sometimes because when we're in that situation, we're going through so many different emotions as well. Um, but 
for me, it's also keeping the communication open with my husband. And that kind of puts my heart and my mind at ease. So it doesn't mean that it makes every day easy, but the communication just helps so much. And I, I think that um, being able to communicate consistently with my husband, my husband's the same way. He's he's very present and he makes sure to communicate with my my kids. He's whether it's ca- calling my older sons on the phone consistently, checking in with them, um, or we FaceTime every night if we can, just depending on his schedule. So I think that that communication is key. But also having that family time and communicating, we, we like to call it a round table. So because all of my kids have different ways of expressing their emotions, they're different people. So um, and they have different ways to communicate. So I make sure that I'm touching on that and allowing them to express it. But I'm also being honest with them, like this is going to be difficult, you know, we, but working together as a family and communicating when you're sad, communicating when you're feeling a certain way. And letting mom know so I know that you're feeling that way and we can talk about it. We can address it. And I let them know sometimes when I'm having a rough day. I'm like, you know, guys, I'm having a hard day today. Mom needs a little quiet time. And my boys will usually step in. They know right away. Okay, I'm going to step in. I'm going to help with my younger, my younger, my younger siblings or take them outside or go for a walk or take them to the park. And we really work together as a family. And that's really been the game changer. That's really good. That's really good. Um, I, I'm going to throw you a curveball. And um, I, I was thinking as you were talking, I was like, it, with all, everything that you have on your plate in regards to being a military spouse, the four kids, you've got the podcast. I know that you homeschool as well. Um, how do you find time to create boundaries around your relationship with God? Yes. Well, I <laughs> there is no no way, shape, form, anything that is going to distract me from my time with God. So sometimes, some days, he knows it's like I have to sneak it in when I can. I can't always be pre-scheduled, but I like to try and schedule time by myself that I know, okay, whether it's earlier in the morning, if I have to get up like an extra hour early to get into prayer, to Bible study in the secret place to spend that time with God. Honestly, if sometimes it's in the shower, if I'm in the shower, I, I turn my worship music on and I'm spending that time with him. Oh, I feel God right now. <laughs> I feel him very strong right now. Um, thank you, Lord. Thanks for being here with me. Um, but I, I do that. And again, it's not always perfectly scheduled, but I just, wherever I can fit it in, I do it, but it's, it's consistent. That is something that's consistent. And that is also what helps me get through. He gives me, you know, the motivation. He gives me the strength. He gives me the courage on the days that I feel like my goodness, Lord, everything seems like it's falling apart. And I'm just one person. I get into worship with him or I spend that quiet time. Sometimes I got to go in my closet. I got to go in a closet, I gotta, you know, or I'm hiding in the bathroom for 10 minutes um, and I have my conversations with God. But, you know, it's that helps so much. And if I I'll be honest with you, if I didn't have that, um, I wouldn't be able to set these boundaries consistently. I wouldn't be able to do all the things that I do, um, because that is obviously like number one, that is so important. And, uh, I, I highly, highly suggest, you know, to the ladies that if you don't have that time consistently right now, definitely make the time because it, you can always make the time for God. 
I love how you said, like, you didn't give a cookie cutter, like, oh, well, I set aside this block of time because you don't have that <laughs> flexibility of right. schedule to be able to do something like that with so many different situations and circumstances that that may cloud up the your atmosphere at any given point in time, you know? Um, so, yeah. so having a, yes, I do my devotions from six until six, 10 in the morning, you know, um, doesn't necessarily fit your lifestyle. So for, for the ladies in the audience, it gives them the idea that, uh, and the freedom, you know, that, they can have an experience with the father and it can just take place in a conversation like this, you know, where yes. we're pressing into the presence, we're having a conversation and God is showing up even in the midst of this. And so it doesn't have to look a certain way. You don't have to be at church. You can just invite him into the moment into into the shower and say, Hey, God, yes. I, need, I need to talk for a minute. Yes. <laughs> and, and he'll even show up there, you know, um, and, and that vulnerability and that safe space in place. So that's really, really good. Um, so if you wouldn't mind, as we get ready to wrap this up, to tell the listeners the best way to connect with you and your podcast before we jump off. Yeah, definitely. So we are on multiple social platforms. You can find the podcast on YouTube. Our handle on YouTube is Live Reignited. Um, and then we are also on all of the other uh, traditional podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, under Reignited Podcast. So we do do the video, and then we also do just the audio. And then our social platforms, if you just want to connect and, and check out what we're doing, the handles are Live Reignited on Instagram, on Facebook, and then we are newly on TikTok. Um, we also have a brand new mission through Live Reignited that we we just recently started where we're partnering with different nonprofits, um, uh, ministries, um, all of that. And we are doing different fundraisers to raise funds and just help with those specific causes. And that is passion and action. And you can find all of that information on our social pages as well. Can you tell us just real quick, a little bit more about passion and action? Absolutely. So Passion in Action, like I said, is a brand new mission that we recently started where all of the ladies within um, our Live Reignited and our mentorship Women Reignited community uh, are partnering together. We volunteer um, for local community events. We do online fundraisers for different foundations. So we're able to um, really help a variety of, of, like I said, foundations, ministries that are looking for um, whether it's just uh, volunteers or they're needing funding for their cause, um, we step in and we do that. And it's not just local here, but we have other ladies in other states as well. So we're looking to branch out. Um, we also have a website page on our Live Reignited um, website. So it's livereignited.com slash passion and action. If you go on there, it tells all of the information about passion and action, how you can volunteer if you're interested, how you can donate. Uh, and, and it's great. So also we have our social um, handles on there as well. We just recently started a, an Instagram page and a Facebook page because it was blowing up. So, uh, but yes, we're very, very, very grateful of that. Um, we are clearly trying to strive to be the hands and feet of Jesus. That's the whole goal. So that's, uh, that's part of what passion and action stands for. And we're trying to reignite change one small act of kindness at a time. Hey, well, thank you so much 
for that. I appreciate you spending time with us today. And so, and I thank you, our listeners, for listening. Be sure to connect with our online community on Facebook, Motherhood Mess Unfiltered, for more insight, tips, tricks, and wisdom. And this is Sakura Baez and Jen Rivera. (laughs) And we're signing (laughs) off and we will meet again next week. Y'all have a good one. Bye.